Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Want all my love and my devotion. You want my love and soul right on the line. Yes, Jenny J. Hood. I have no doubt that I could love you forever. The only trouble is you really don't have the time. <clears throat> Lost my voice screaming. Yeah. <laughs> You've got one night only, yeah. one night only. That's all you have to spare. Yes. One night only. Let's not pretend to care. Woo! My lord. Come on, big baby, come on. Yes. <laughs> We love, Praise we the Lord, love all niggas. of the dramatics and theatrics. I mean, just captured in a J-Hud vocal. You, you can't help yourself, okay? Yes. Just, and I couldn't get as loud as I wanted to, but here we are. Woo. Here we are. You still did queen. what needed to be done. You just have to, come on, big baby, come on. Yes. <laughs> Do you realize how much Beyonce undersang just to like because we be you know you be listening to the background vocals and stuff and you be hearing her and anika but you'd be like i know beyonce can turn up more than that mama was dialing it back i mean big time maybe she i wonder if she was intimidated singing with jennifer i don't think so i just think that the role called for her to be a bit more understated and (laughs) so she was playing her part Mm -hmm. she was supposed to play that role Yes. Yes, absolutely. Praise We're Lord, so niggas. thankful that didn't happen. Praise the Lord, niggas. How are you, sister? I don't have any complaints. I am safe and I have what I need. Hey, man. I'm doing what I got to do. How are you doing? Same. Um, I'm safe. I have what I need. I'm tired, but it's for good reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a it was a good weekend uh, good. coming off of a a good week you know what i'm saying we had a lot going on and and 
things came out really nicely and I'm just, I'm grateful for that. And I'm just grateful for all the forward movement and, you know, watching me, watching, watching me, watching, I'm watching you, watching you, watching things blossom. (laughs) We are making progress. It's growth. Yeah. You know, we see growth happening. We see little blossoms. You know, when you see little signs of life and shit and things. And you're like, all right, nigga, okay, this was this was not all for naught. I know. You know what right. I'm saying? So I, I I'm not gonna complain. Even even with challenges, I won't complain. But I am dog fucking tired. That's not a complaint, that's a fact. It's actual and factual, <laughs> as the songwriter said. Hello? Actual and factual. Mm-hmm. I think it's time for me to get a new denim shirt. Yeah. You know, when I got this denim shirt, it was much more denim-y. <laughs> now it's more cotton Now it's much more cotton, but it's comfortable. Where, where did you get it from? Old Navy. Oh, yeah. No, sister, go on over to the Levi's. I should. And get yourself a good yes. denim shirt. I should. Yeah. I'm going to invest. Yeah. You know, I yeah, love a denim shirt good. because it is just the right amount of I'm working, you know, oh, <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> usually I'd be sitting here, you know, in my sports bra. But when I have to jump on a call, let me throw this shirt yeah, on, you, you know, and I'm working on. and I'm working. See, and now also, I'm at work. a denim overthrow. Yes. Let me tell you something. You got on a sports bra, a T-shirt or Listen. whatever. You just throw that denim overthrow you know, on and you're like, gives a little bit. Uh, nigga, it's time uh, for and business. And now I'm in the office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly. Hello, casual, casual. But you know, you see me now. It's casual because I'm, I'm working so hard, and now I'm business casual. <laughs> Here I am. Look at me. Right, not showing up to zooms on tank tops and whatnot. Huh. You know what I'm don't, saying? Don't huh. start huh. none. Won't be none. But yeah, huh. I'm going to. I've curated quite a, a wardrobe of these little work from home yes. clothes. I feel like mm-hmm. mainly I'm wearing workout clothes. Every now and then, I have to put on a button-down shirt, a sweater. I also am a big fan of the cardigans, okay? Yeah. But the good chunk, and now yeah. we're squarely into the the sweater weather mm. season, right? Fully. We can go fully. ahead and Sweater weather. Yes. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. We can pull out <laughs> our good, chunky knits. It's time. Yeah. To get out yeah. with cashmere's and things popping. So I'm excited about that. And it also gives this me an excuse to, to get some new things. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited about that. It's time as well. for me to get a couple new sweaters for certain. It definitely yes. is time. For and that. I'm going to get me a new denim shirt. Cause this is I'm looking at it, I'm like, it's not even looking denim no more. It's just looking like a blue shirt. <laughs> like a blue light blue. Enough, ain't I? I am excited for sweater weather. You know, I the summer did leave us very quickly. Uh I mean, what did got I her today? things and punched. The means the meme says summer said it's the end of my workday and clock right let me the tell fuck you something out. we really came in like you know the first day of autumn was last thursday mm-hmm. friday autumn was like oh say less it's my time yeah it's my time to shine and it's let me tell you time. something i told you all I have been, about that earth overage listen, day autumn said i have been patiently waiting for a track to explode on okay <laughs> and here i am <laughs> And your ass is about to Listen, get rolled you can on. Stun if you want, and yeah, to get rolled on. Ain't that it? If you think it has been hot Listen, for so long, you're ah! so wrong. And if you think that okay. I will fall off, you're so wrong. <laughs> Summer's about to fucking fall off. <laughs> so long. <Ooh. laughs> Listen. 
Woo, we're going to talk a little bit more about that demon, though, in the trash, oh, which I think... 50. I think we should go over in that direction. You told us how you was doing and whatnot, right? Yeah, yes. and you said how you were doing, so okay. let us move on. All right. So let's move on to the trash, then. Let's do it. Let's, let's get into this trash. Let's do it. And let's start off with with the with the funk. Mm-hmm. Kia brought this to my attention, so I had to go look up the story that um uh uh your demonic main man Curtis Jackson's oh lord is out here right now wilding per usual um and and disres- extra disrespectful per usual. We already know he has a history of. You know, bullying, being a terrible father. Okay, bullying his own son, even uh, manifesting that character through Canaan on power because it just spoke to who he was as a person. And now he's taken to bullying one of his child's mother uh, by the name of Daphne Joy, Mm -hmm. um, because I guess she was spotted with Sean Puffy Combs. Um, She's allegedly dating Diddy or had been seen with Diddy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And he brought his child into the mix by posting him and the child, but the caption saying, you know, how do you feel about your mother? You know, being out here in so many words, smutting around. I told you about these bitches. And then he hashtagged his fucking liquor. And it was just like, what? Why would you? I just feel like why this would you is do messy that to involve children in adult? It's nasty. It's unfair. It's nasty. Um, and I mean, it puts the child in between the parents in in a very in a very problematic way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just ugly. It's just ugly behavior. It's nasty. And to me, you know, to me, it is not a secret that Fifty and Diddy have some sort of unspoken beef. Yeah. And to me, this is more about Diddy than it is about Daphne Joy or whatever the, whatever his baby mother is. I feel like this is, it's like, you know, pick on somebody your own size 50. Like, like this is, because you're not picking on, you're not picking on Puffy. This is, this is messy. This is messy. And it is. And I hate that you will put your child in the, in the middle in that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. That's, that's it's unfortunate because yeah. I feel like what what kind of example you teach you teach your child to sort of yeah I just don't I don't like it all the way around. It feels it feels it feels it feels and and the double standard. Let's not lose sight of the double standard because fifty dates who he wants to date who he wants to whenever wherever however he wants to. If he is not, and, and, if he is not in a committed relationship with this child's mother, then what does he give a crap who she's with and why, and how, and all of that? Yeah. So all, so I just feel like I, there's a better way to to handle the to, handle to, to, to lash to to handle your your hurt feelings your emotions, right now because that's right? all that like, is. 
whatever you know, emotions you're not you have channeling your emotions and you need to you need to get hold of the proper tools that it takes mm-hmm. in order for you to get the help that you need because it's clear that you've got a buttload of them so you've got mad issues and it's so dangerous because it opens up a window and i know obviously he doesn't give a fuck about this but it opens Clearly. up a window later on down the line not only is it just not only is it just nasty and just rude and just ugly to involve an innocent child in the middle of your uh of, uh, in your in middle of your unresolved issues right, right but also you're opening up a gate later on for this child to to look at this behavior and observe this behavior and think that this is the way in which you treat human beings it's opening up dangerous doors for a, you know blatant disrespect in the future for his mother the person who's raising him and hopefully she's got more of an impact on him than you do because she chimed in and said you know I'm a, I'm a wonderful mother to our child like don't I have never bothered you. I don't bring you into no shit. Like, leave me alone. So I'm hoping that that type of energy will rub off on that child more than his energy would. But do you realize the the domino effect and the the doors that you could be opening in the future? You don't, and nor do you care. But these are things that people need to think about. You know what I'm saying? That's just not right. So, yeah, 50's being ugly. Uh, per usual, he's being ugly not too long ago with Lil Kim's child bringing another child into it. He just don't have no lines, no boundaries. He's he's a problem. He's a problem. Um, but on a positive note, Abbott Elementary is back, and I enjoyed myself oh last my gosh. week. Yes, it felt like working. we were reunited with old friends. What did good to see yeah, that, uh, that little meme y'all be cast. posting about like me with my podcast friends and be y'all with the poster. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was that'd be me with Abbott Elementary for sure, for sure. Yeah. I think we all are are families in the neighborhood of Abbott Elementary at this point, and we are just rooting yeah. for the staff. There was such yeah. like I feel like what I love about Abbott Elementary is it's so well done, but also. It really does sort of give insight into what it's like to be a teacher in an underprivileged, under-resourced school. And and, and, and you that's attested to by all of the um the the positive feedback from those who are in the education system who are like, I thoroughly enjoy and appreciate this program for just everything for the representation for the humor around the issues that we deal with like it's just a testament to what an awesome show it is and how intentional they are with writing it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very much so i love it and then it's well done very well done and queen shirley ralph is back you know what i'm saying flawless foot on next ever. again as ever, you know what I'm saying. As now she got she ever. got that good Emmy. She got that good Emmy wind behind her. Um, okay, I'm which is only going to make for even more amazing performances I for love us. It for her, I love to say, Oh, what in the fuck is this? Oh no! Wah 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 wah! Breaking news. <sighs> Friend, just put this in our group chat. I'm Did calling you? you out, sister. Um. Oh, no, she sent this to me. Sorry, I thought this was in the group chat. She sent this to me. Okay, and I see why. She, it's not going to subject you to this. Rachel Dolezal has an OnlyFans. Jay, don't play with me. 
I swear to God, I swear. I actually to don't f- want any parts of I'm that. I'm about to send. No, I'm about to send it to you now. No, 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 no. I just, I yep. just, I just. No, I want you to see the image. I, I want you to see just it. can't. I, think I just can't. You I won't do it. Should see oh, this. God. I just want you to see it. Oh, savior. Yep. Go ahead and take a gander. Uh, Jay. I swear. <laughs> I'm so disturbed right now. (laughs) Just be that's. I mean, not what (laughs) Jade. Yeah, you see, Jade. This is not really her. It's not. This is a joke. This is someone who is pretending to. What? Crystal. Crystal. Oh, Lord. Crystal says somebody need to unplug Earth and plug it back in. This is ghetto. I mean, stick us in rice. Lord, put us down in a box of rice right now. Somebody needs to take the cartridge out and blow it. Something has got to change. We are, we need a hard reset. Control all the leaders, God. We need something. Because I'm looking at Rachel Dolezal's bare naked ass and charming Charlie's jewelry. (laughs) I don't want it. I don't need it. I don't deserve it. And I'm sick. I'm sick of it. And I just won't be a part of it anymore. The answer is no. The answer is no. I'm not doing it. I refuse. I mean, what Ooh. is happening? Why is she naked, Jay? Oh, I've got to get it off my screen. Because she's got to pay the bills. Get but it off oh my, my God. Screens. And catchy. And catchy. Make the money. Don't let the money make you. And see, she thought it was a good idea to sit here. You've been doing all of this carrying on, in which niggas knew that you were buns. But you did all this carrying on. And then you put your areolas on our internet. And they are red. And that is a number one sign <laughs> um, that you, you are a say. white woman. <laughs> I can't what? think of her her name. She was my friend and I can't think of her name. Oh, it's, I know. I it's met COVID her brain. through Asante. And I can see her face, but I can't call her name right now. But she had... Um, I remember when we first got on Twitter and stuff and Instagram, her bio was like, my nipples are brown. Like, they're not pink. They're not brown. They're brown. I can't think of her name. Oh, my God. I love her. I, I miss her. I'm so sorry. I haven't seen her in many where, years. But Where does she live? She, I think she was from Atlanta. But she had... Li- is, I can't think of her name. I can't think. I can see her face, but I can't call her name. But either way, I remember <laughs> to your point about how black women don't have pink nipples. Listen, even I have very like I have I have she latte was nipples. About how her nipples mine are mine are latte. I'm not gonna hold y'all. You know what I'm saying? I am with disturbed. oat milk. I mean, my spirit is vexed. Do you see? There's another picture. But they're not red. There's another picture, Wait, what? and she there's got a justice one. tattoo on her ass. <gasps> Jade. Oh. I don't <laughs> want to do it anymore. I've actually finished. What the I mean, fuck? count me out. I mean, I'm done. 
Somebody said, I don't know how to feel. <laughs> I mean, man. Said, I don't know. How I to am feel. upset. <laughs> They're posting that big boy gift. I know that ain't who I think it is. <laughs> I am undone. And I feel like these photographs oh. are grounds for prosecution. I want her to be what? prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law because my <laughs> rights as a human are being violated. It is directly violating my right to liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And somebody has got to pay. <laughs> Jade, there's a justice tattoo on her behind, Jade. I just saw it. I just saw why she flexes her quads. Ah! <laughs> I'm nothing but upset. I mean, nothing but upset. <laughs> it's fully, and it looks like it's a fresh justice. Dance. It looks temporary. It, doesn't, it, it looks it like doesn't one look that she stuck on. <laughs> it is a, the symbol. It's a temporary it's tattoo. I don't believe that any. Rachel first of all she's still flexy riding this white girl hair to make it look like yes she is oh no she's fully got a white girl perm in her hair like she is really she I mean when I tell you she's gonna live this to the ground I just want to she decided that, that it was good to air out her red nipples this is a doppelganger this is a this is a woman who no, is dressing true. herself up to look like Rachel Dolezal and posing down to the only fans that's the only that is the, standing in front of these sliding closet doors Jay I'm not doing it you I'm said put it in rice <laughs> put the world in rice. I want the Lord to unplug earth <laughs> and sit it down in a box of rice. <laughs> we need time. We need a time out. <laughs> oh, it catchy. Oh man. Oh, that just, you know what? I, I had, I'm, I don't even want to continue with the trash. I think that's it for the trash. Like I think, <sighs> I think that's I think that's all we're gonna do for the trash. Today. I don't think I will ever forgive you for this. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you know what? No, you should actually. You should forgive me, and you should thank me. You should thank me before we go. I thought I thought it would be. I thought so. Obviously, we've all seen the news about uh, Nia Long's husband. Um, that nigga, nigga. I don't know. I, I don't know his name. Um, it don't and matter. he it doesn't. It doesn't. I, wa- I thought, though, that, you know, I wanted to have more of a conversation around this this trope that people keep putting out there like, ah, um, if you could cheat on Nia Long, you know, essentially a lot of the onus gets put on women it was the same thing that happened with Beyonce when Jay-Z cheated on her and so forth and so on you know and I know that we've had thoughts but it's not been around the responsibility of the woman it's been more so around how trash and how a lot of these men do not recognize and not just men because we've seen it with other humans as well Mm -hmm. i won't say any names but where they don't recognize the humanity and the the treasure of the person that's around them until things have gone too far or what have you but i don't think it's fair to put that onus and i've seen it too often where it has been put on her um 
on him on him cheating and that happens with women a lot of the times mm. and so that was my only reason for bringing that story up we I just say, want to in our say, prayers while she's dealing with all that absolutely we are absolutely standing by side behind we are standing with Nia mm-hmm. whatever you need sis <laughs> T T G. Okay, say the word. We the Dora Milaje is ready, ready to go, and me. (laughs) So listen, (laughs) I feel like as you said, I won't repeat anything that you said. I think everything you said was was right on target. I will add very very quickly that I have taken eloquently, huh? And eloquently. Oh, no. I I have taken this opportunity to take note. People, take note. When stuff like this happens and people get to commenting, sometimes it's best to just shut up and listen. Because if you are if you are careful, you will be able to unearth and illuminate all of the cheating apologists that are around you. The people who make excuses for. I mean, and put on their capes and talk about all of the reasons why we don't, we don't know what kind of partner Nia Long was. We don't know. I mean, what makes her above getting cheated on? Uh Mm -hmm. If you just be quiet, you Mm -hmm. don't even have to, you don't even have to put yourself through the labor of engaging in conversation with these people. But sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just best to sit around and say, so noted. (laughs) <laughs> so noted that you have that perspective and now I know how to engage yeah. you or not. Yeah. God bless. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, I'm not above um I'm not above uh correction. You know what I'm saying? I had I am not either. I've had a lot of problematic thoughts in the past like years ago as it pertains, you know, jokes around Halle Berry and We're so evolving. forth and so on. Oh, yeah. But coming into my own womanness and womanhood and just, you know, growth, um, that's not fair. That's not fair at all. Yes. And I think, you know, to be and to and to be fair and honest, we don't know the dynamics of their relationship. We don't. We never do. We never do. But but it always gets put on black women, especially women, but especially black women. Um, the responsibility around the demise of the relationship um, and the questioning of the demise of the relationship and what role we played automatically. There's always a, there's a, an automatic like villainization that happens that we had to have withheld pussy. Right. Or, it's always that whatever you know what injustice we suffered was al- is always warranted in some fashion. Exactly. No one exactly. ever says that it is wrong to cheat on it is wrong to be dishonest with. It is wrong to be unfaithful to your partner. Full <laughs> to not stop. communicate with. Yes. Because there are there are Full ways stop. to tell your partner that you are dissatisfied and unhappy if that is the dynamic of the relationship. Because that is not to say that was the dynamic of their relationship. But there are ways to communicate that to your partner and handle things in a respectful manner where you're not messy with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you're not disrespectful with it. They, I think that that 
that is a conversation, but that it, it requires you being grown mm. and that requires you putting on your draws and saying, listen, this is going to be a hard conversation, but this is where we're at. And this is how I'm feeling right now. But niggas don't want to do that. They'd rather sneak and creep and cheat and do whatever it is that they need to do. And then boom, shit blows up pundy face and it look and they look crazy. And then the black woman somehow ends up being held responsible. Don't get me started. Okay. So, you know, I just thought that was a small, necessary conversation um, because, you know, of what's happening in the news these days and pop culture and so forth. Uh, And that's just not fair. And, you know, we just want to offer love and support and 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 respect to Nia as she's dealing with things in a hard time. She put out a statement and said, listen, I appreciate the outpouring of love and support. And all I'm asking for right now is that y'all just respect the fact that I'm a mother because that's my main priority during all of this. And so we want to honor that and respect that. But that conversation is more necessary because that's not the last time we're going to hear that. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not going to be the last time that somebody does some bullshit. Unfortunately. <clears throat> so that's how we're going to close out the trash this week. Now we have some some ongoing conversation that's been ha- happening. We have a shout out that lends to that. Let's head on over in that direction. Let's do it. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. This is popping right now, Lara. I've got shout-outs. I've got a couple, so just bear with me. Some quick, the others I'll need your help with. Take your time, sister. Now, sis, now you know, friend to the show. Do you remember our friend Didi that came on and talked about... Uh, Absolutely. You know, what What we talk about with Didi? Parenting the children? Mm-hmm, um, yep. You know dealing with those dynamics yes those dynamics mm-hmm. dealing with all kinds of loss and 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 difficulty and challenge and negotiating things in your adulthood making different decisions so forth so on today is Didi's 40th birthday and we just wanted to hey. tell her happy birthday sister we love you down down downtown julie brown we love down, you. down 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 on the floor also, another, yes, Didi, we love you. Happy birthday. We're also sending yes. lots of congratulatory vibes. My little twin sister, my little twin sister, everybody say congratulations, Amber. Amber Ray just closed on a house today. Hey, congratulations, Amber. Congratulations to my twin. And, and yes. you'll be pleased to know that her realtor was Sam, was just on the show with Rakia. Yes. We were talking about, um, you know, home ownership post pandemic. And so yes, Amber closed on her house today, took her picture with the big old key. So shout out to Amber. I love to see shout it. Shout out to the Synergies Property Group. We are we yes. are thrilled and excited and happy for you. And you the too. The ecosystem is systeming. Yes, indeed. We love, we love to yes. see it. And you too can be a part. If there are goals that you have, you want to reach all of the contact information for the Synergy um, Properties Group is in that description box for that show, honey. Go on there and get your light. Finally, That's right. 
my last shout out, we are celebrating. We are celebrating as black women because Taylor Hale done won the big brother, y'all. We have suffered. We have all suffered with Taylor throughout this grueling season of Big Brother where we have watched her as a black woman be ostracized and alienated. Mm -hmm. She has been microaggressed. She has been... I mean, all kinds of uh, marginalized and just dealt with all manner, all of the the outputs of systemic oppression, the unique mm-hmm. intersection of her being black and woman in a mm. predominantly white male world played out in front of our very eyes in the Big Brother house. She is the, the only person in the house that was on the block six times. She was voted for eviction six times. She survived everyone. And as she so eloquently coined in her uh, final speech that she is officially the blockbuster. Okay. Cause she busted up the block. <laughs> Hello. That's right. And she has one big brother. We could not be more proud making history as the first black woman in the entire 24 season history of big brother to win the show. She won $750,000 cash prize. She also made history as the first winner to also be voted America's favorite player and won an additional 50 K. So she come up on the bag. We have watched her persevere through it all. And we are very proud of you, Taylor Hale. And this is what I need from my, from my, Yes, we have an ask. A hard ask. From my my kitchen table family. We Mm -hmm. would like to have Taylor join us at the kitchen table because there is much for us to discuss as a family. We want her to know that we have been behind her, trained to go from the end. from mm-hmm. since the start of the season not only us here again grown but I know Asante over at the friend zone yep. and XD down to Jaden XD we have all been we'd love rallying. to have a co- uh, we that's the only time I will use this with you all a super friends yes. yep this uh yes. conversation yes. with Taylor around uh the dynamics of 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 her experience mm-hmm. in the household and you know Kia is going to bring in larger points and conversation we got to starters. have the, we got to talk about it so we trying to get Taylor's attention. I've been looking yes. at her social media trying to find out what who we need to contact to get Taylor's uh attention and get her invited to the mm-hmm. kitchen table. We need y'all to help us get Taylor's attention because we would love to have Taylor at the kitchen table on getting grown. I think that would be amazing. Yes. Um so help us do it. And while you're there, yes, make please. sure Yes. Make sure that you send Taylor all of the support and congratulations. The support has to continue because now that Taylor has lived through Big Brother, she's now going to go home and watch and relive Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. her experience. And I'm sure that that's going to be traumatic as well because you get to hear all of the things that people were saying about you in the diary room behind your back and all of the things, uh, the ways that people were lying to you, telling you one thing and doing Mm. another um, and so mm. we still need to be supportive because things are the she's about to really get the true tea <laughs> right now. Yes. Um, but we yes. got to deal with that. We got to talk through that. And we want Taylor to at, at the kitchen table. So help us um, get Taylor Hill. Uh, you know, we got to get the big brother winner of season 24. OK, 
We got this to get that her down to the kitchen table and have the conversation. Tug the rope. Okay, we got work to do. We got work to do, y'all. If I may, sister, we Please. have one more shout out. Yes, one I got more. A and it's very special very because this is this is a, a um a dear loved one to the show. Yay. Our wonderful and fabulous uh Fabian, Dr. Fabian Doucet. We love it. Okay, and we're really, really happy she connected us with one of her colleagues, Vanessa Rodriguez. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and read the blurb because I th we think that this is a really dope uh, and necessary event. So listen closely. Mm -hmm. uh, the event is called Fostering Emotional Engagement and Learning for Liberation. Feel. Okay, with two L's. 2022. It's a free day-long retreat for black women and Latina early childhood educators in New York City. Unlike traditional professional development, this day is dedicated to communal healing, positive identity development, empowerment, and celebration. It offers immediate support for the most important but often most overlooked women in education and helps set them up for a successful school year. Women will engage in a variety of meaningful sessions designed especially for them in the beautiful El Barrio's art space, which I personally love, mm -hmm. in East Harlem. Enjoy catered meals from Miss Mamie Spoonbread, too. Okay, that's some delicious fried chicken. Urban Vegan Kitchen and Melly Cafe. Dance, rest, celebrate, and reimagine a more just and supportive future of early childhood education. And so we're going to include the link to register. This event is happening on October 10th. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a free event. OK, oh register God. for a free healing retreat for black and Latina educators. 10, 10, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. located in East Harlem um, at El Barrio. And it's it sounds like I wish I was an educator. I want to go just for the, this. This sounds incredible for the spirit and for the soul, especially Absolutely. with all of the challenges that educators deal with. Um, in spaces where you're dealing with so many different personalities and systems that are not set up for you to really nurture the children the way that they need. I think educators are not poured into enough. And I'm really, really, really excited for us to be able to shout out such a necessary event. So again, 1010, um, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. We're going to have that link in the description box. This is for New York City Black and Latina early childhood educators. I love it. Uh, thank you, Dr. Doucette, for sending that our direction. We're really, really excited to read that. Yes. And maybe we can have Vanessa on soon to talk a little bit more about what this space includes. And it may be after the event, but obviously 2023 is right, right around the corner. And so we'd love to talk more with her. Absolutely. About... Um, you know, just the kind of the development of this initiative, mm -hmm. but it's, it's so awesome. And with that being said, we'll get onto the kitchen table. Yes, for sure. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hey, we're Hola. back. Yes. And so we are, Jade and I are just going to talk through, uh, so, you know, um, yes. adulting and life and all of that yes. it, it prompts lots of reflection 
and us sitting and thinking about our processes for making decisions. Because as you adult, what I'm learning is that, you know, adulting is just one series. It's just a series of decision making. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> perpetual choices you have to be made mm -hmm. you're making choices mm -hmm. in perpetuity and if we're not careful yep. it's easy to be overwhelmed and fatigued and um the good news is um there's great value in collective processing mm -hmm. and so jade mm -hmm. has been hemming and hawing a pretty big move a pretty big deal decision and so we yep. were going to talk through our process a little bit um and just think you know be a sounding board for each other um, as we yeah. think about this big, this big thing that's on the table. So you ready to share with the people, sis, like what, what's, yeah. what's being, what's being considered in your household? I, um, well, first and foremost, mm -hmm. you know, I just want to welcome all of the good energy around everything I'm going to say, cause it's my personal life, mm -hmm. uh, and repel any bad. That's right. anyway. So with that being said, <laughs> I send it back as to you tenfold. Say. Yes. Uh, period, period, poo. Uh, so, you know, in, you know, you, when you have those moments as your adults, cause remember the premise of getting grown is learning how to adult as an adult for real. And right. in that we always have, we, we have these moments, let me not say always where, or these realizations, should I say, where things might happen and you say, Oh shit! I'm 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 actually I'm I'm grown. Mm. I'm an adult, and I have to make this decision. Mm -hmm. So, I started getting the itch, the feeling, you know, a little while back, to to go ahead and get up on out of here, um, you know, to leave home and go venture out and find, you know, wherever that new space is. Moving and the one thing the I city. do, moving outside of the state. Mm -hmm. I I think I'm ready to relocate. From the region. Okay. Probably, actually. Um, and obviously this decision does not, is not just a decision of my own. There are three people in this household that have to be considered uh, in this move. And included. Yes. And, in this and included. Yes. Considered and included. Yes. <laughs> thank in you. decision making. That's right. Um, and thank you for, for, for reframing that because a big the big him and haw actually around the move is due to the other two people who, th who this would affect, you mm -hmm. know? So obviously me and my husband have had uh, multiple conversations about this and the different, you know, different ways this could look, mm -hmm. you know, we're living in a more non-traditional time. We've mm -hmm. considered me going elsewhere and kind of scoping out things for a little while and seeing how they are for the family. Because one thing I have to consider is Noah, and her right. upbringing. Right. And Noah's in, you know, a very unique school now that mm -hmm. I really appreciate uh, the foundation of what the school is, is founded upon. Um, and there are aspects to it that I really love. But in going outside of Brooklyn, going outside of New York, you realize that those options become a little bit slimmer. A little bit. You it's know. generous. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very generous way to put I'm it. I'm trying not to. Yes. Shit. In the words of XD, there's New York City and everywhere else is Arkansas. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but that's not fair. So that's why I said I'm trying yeah. to. I know that we're not the only progressive city. We are just, we just are, you know, probably the most uncomfortable 
unconventional as it pertains to the well, states. Well, yeah, I think New York has just had a longer history of being unconventional. I think there's exactly a little bit more practice <laughs> being exactly unconventional. Exactly. So you know, um, I I uh, I'm grateful that that we have these resources and access that we've had, but in considering leaving, you start realizing how slim that is. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you look, Tristan has a career. He got a promotion, you know, he's really settled into his teaching at this particular school Mm -hmm. and, you know, putting together his lesson plans and he's got this wonderful opportunity to be able to literally create his own classes, Mm -hmm. you know, which is not, the norm in our public school education, no matter where you are. And then I'm like, okay, well, we, you know, we look at Atlanta and we're like, okay, Atlanta is a black Mecca. I know that Noah is going to thrive as far as, you know, being in a community in which she will be embraced and welcomed and fed and nurtured. But Atlanta is also in Georgia. I'm raising a child with a vagina that comes with certain things. Okay. So I'm like, no Mason Dixon. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, we think about, uh, Portland and we, you know, that's number one on our list, but we're like, Portland is a very large white community, you know? And I know that there's black community within that. It's a matter of seeking that out and finding it, but that is a challenge, you know, but then you've got to add the career aspect onto it. So then it's, do we stay here for a little longer? We've outgrown this space and go into a bigger actual space within the city while we're still negotiating this? Or is that a waste of money and time and resources Mm -hmm. if we are considering leaving? You know, what does this look like for us to have an unconventional family for a year? And I go elsewhere and see what that looks like, but visit with my family back and forth. Like that feels kind of wild, but we have to really start kind of thinking out of the box um, with how we want to make these moves. And negotiating all of those variables is really old, can be very overwhelming. Yeah. And so I was talking to Kia because we were having this conversation right before we started, well, before we had some meetings before the show, but before that, and I was talking to Kia just about factoring in all of these things and not quite knowing what to do in this moment. And we thought it would make for a good conversation starter. Yeah. Um, and we can expound more in this conversation going forward. You know, maybe we'll bring people in or, you know, find different ways to, to frame it. But I wanted to get the conversation started and be transparent around a time that is challenging in negotiating a relocation um, with, with, with family. So let me ask you, have you an interest in and even Noah... Um, openly discussed as a family your motivations yeah. for wanting to leave. Yes, and we've considered, sat down and considered Noah's opinions and how she felt about it because, you know, I live four minutes around, you know, a couple blocks from my mother-in-law mm-hmm. and my sister-in-law. And, you know, we're... 15 minutes from my Mm brother-in-law and you know, we have community within the neighborhood. Noah's over at Hernanas a lot. (laughs) That's her people. And so it would be unfair Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I know back in the day, a lot of us didn't have options and choices in the decisions and the in the that our parents made. You know what I mean? Or our caregivers, we didn't have those options. It was kind of like this: is what we doing? This is the decision I made, and you're gonna be all right. And that's not fair. It's not fair for for kids to just have no say when you are changing everything that's around them. So we've had conversations with Noah around her thoughts and her feelings around moving. She's expressed that she's down with it because part of that um part of that motivation also is I have drawn a very clear boundary with my family that if I'm going to produce another child, mm-hmm. you know, which is something that everybody wants, then it has to be in certain settings that are comfortable for me. And you know, if I'm going to be raising multiple kids, it's got to kind of be in a different environment at this point so that we can have a little bit more ease. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also recognize that there is privilege within what I do for a living. I can kind of go where mm-hmm. I want to go, whereas mm-hmm. that's not necessarily the case for Tristan right now. or for so. But also he is willing to see what that looks like in going into another space. So figuring out even how to do that. Mm-hmm. And thinking about unconventional and untraditional ways of relocating where it may not be as a full family all at once. Um, it, they're just those are things that I've been grappling with, in all honesty. Well, I think that that is I mean, I, I love that you guys are all on the same page because the worst thing is, you know, when there's one party that's more heavy handed than the other and sort of leading the conversation or leading the, the decision making. Um, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. what I love to hear is that you guys are all really checking in and being thoughtful and considerate of everybody's perspective. And it sounds like you guys are weighing both the costs and the benefits of making a move and doing so, um, in a very thoughtful and strategic way. Yeah. So I guess the only other thing that I can think is as far as like, um, you know, I, I love that you also have not given this like a hard deadline. Um, no. But you guys are really sort of being open to the iterative nature of this process and figuring out what will be the best going forward. Um, but the conversation yeah. is still on the table. So you're collecting information along the way, whether that be researching about the new city, understanding what opportunities may or may not be there. Um, yep. And then thinking about being thoughtful about a transition plan. So it's not like, yeah. oh, we just going to leave on this date, but we think about how we're going to get ready um, yeah. for this change. And that's really important. Man, it's a big change. So there's a lot to consider. And I think the most pressure that I'm feeling is the fact that we have outgrown our space. Mm-hmm. And so it absolutely is time for, for more of that. And then also if we're going to add to our family, um, you know, I need to do that mm-hmm. soon. Mm-hmm. And I'm not of the coalition where it's like, I don't want to have a baby at, but also I don't want to have a 10 year old at 60. I don't. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, things have to happen sooner than later. And so that adds another timeline onto things, but no, we haven't put a hard, a hard, um, date on it or been like okay well we have to have everything done by this time it's I want to be really thoughtful with this and I also another thing that that is an interesting fact is like I was talking about earlier a lot of a a lot of our um, former generations would buy homes and that would be the forever home yeah I think 
part of the part of the challenge has been location and considering all the all the the pros and cons of each one mm-hmm. and and also um communicating that we don't and understanding that we don't really know specifically where that quote unquote forever would be and so reframing that into maybe this is a time for us to branch out and it's it's time for us to get out of our comfort zone and then from there you know other things will happen organically but sometimes you need that bit of push as yeah. well you know, so that you can get out of your own complacency. Um, I think that's good but, wisdom because, you know, we, yeah. as we've talked about before, the home buying process is stressful in and of itself. So having to negotiate yeah. that on top of an out-of-state move is a lot. So Yeah, on it, top of the, this is the pressure of that we are going to be here for the rest of our yeah, lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think where you guys are and sort of thinking about, uh, you know, what the future is going to look like as your family grows, like to be able to have some flexibility um, around that, I feel like is 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 wisdom, not it's Thank not um, irresponsible at all. I think it's actually showing more responsibility um, because you're thinking about how best to manage all of this transition at one time in a way that's mm-hmm. healthy for everybody. Exactly. All parties involved. Mm -hmm. You got to consider your kids. You got to consider everybody that you're thinking about leaving with. You need to consider them. Every breathing, living thing that is going with you, you need to consider, Uh, especially those that have opinions and feelings and thoughts in which this will absolutely impact their lives. So big um, decisions take time and they take. Yeah, they do. They take information. They take planning. They intention. All of, yes, patience. Yeah. They take money. Yes. And all of that takes mm-hmm. time to collect and accumulate. Yes. And so yeah. I think it's really then you got to pay for the mental health therapy that Listen, you have to otherwise, you need in the process of you're doing gonna all pay of one that. way. You're going to pay going or coming, like my grandma used to say, going or coming. <laughs> what did Riley say on Boondocks? You're going to pay what you owe. Hello. That's what you go pass. <laughs> but there are, and there's lots of resources around, like, and checklists, because I even just did a quick Google search around, like, um, what are this? This list is like eleven must dos, eleven things that you should absolutely consider before an out of state move. Yes. Um, oh, oh, send that my way. Please. I will. But you know, think, think, negotiating things like really sitting down and doing the math and checking the cost of living differences from yep. one place to another. Yeah. Um, thinking about the cost of like moving expenses, really mapping mm-hmm. out. Uh, how much it's going to cost to ship your stuff from one yeah. side of the country Are to you another? shipping most of the things? Are you getting rid of Are you getting rid? New? Does it make what sense to actually like? downsize and then just buy other stuff? Right. Um, um, all of those things, thinking about healthcare differences or things that sort of fluctuate from state to state mm-hmm. around different <laughs> allowances and benefits that are available to you. Um, Hello, Mason Dixon. Yes. Very much. Um, And thinking about other little costs that add up, but you don't even really think about, like, how much it's going to cost for you to change your vehicle registration. Mm -hmm. How long Mm -hmm. does it take for you to, like, you know, update addresses and driver's license, you know, all of that stuff. Um, And this is really important. Thinking about, like, voter registration in your new new place. 
That is very important. Very important. Yes. Very mm-hmm. important. Very important. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to your point about just going there and even vetting and laying, you know, getting a lay of the land, not only seeing what your options are as far as building community, but also, you know, how accessible um, certain things that you're accustomed to are, mm-hmm. whether that be like mm-hmm. certain specialty foods. Yes. Or even certain yes. kinds of healthcare, healthcare mm-hmm. options. Yeah. Um, there's lots of things to sort of think through. And mm-hmm. it's great that you're making this decision in community, but you're also giving yourself time to really weigh all of the different pieces of this puzzle. Yeah. I um it, it's a lot of pressure when adding the the, the little human onto it because mm-hmm. uh, I feel like even districts. if school districts you know school dynamics and then uh, demographics like, like other you know I know Noah does dancing extracurricular yes. activities you know um, just all of that just literally thinking about all of those different things and considering and weighing all of that you know is this the time to do this is you know should I go for three months and because we talked about that you go for some months we have a lot of school breaks you know we come to you when the breaks are happening you know what I'm saying maybe once one weekend a month you come to us but then just kind of like take that time to scope out this land and see if if you think this would fit for our family Hmm. um you know and so yeah it's a lot of things to negotiate and a lot of things to consider but it's happening and it ha- has to happen with a lot of families. And as I was talking to Kia about it, she said, you know, this might be something that somebody needs to hear. So I, I figured I'd open up and share it with you all. And hopefully it will lead to larger conversations and I can keep you all posted yes. on progress as we figure out what's what. Um, but yeah, that was it. That was all we want to talk about in the kitchen table. That's I enough. think we have a little honesty box to get to real quick uh and then we're gonna wrap this show out so let's head that direction i'm ready honestly truly okay so we got an honesty box which is a a little more non-traditional from our usual honesty box um uh submissions but i thought given the time and a lot of the conversation that's been happening in pop culture that it would be a, it would be a good one to read. Um, okay. We haven't talked a lot of, a, a lot about um, the negative critiques and criticisms. And excuse me, not even say critiques, criticism around Halle Bailey being the first Black mermaid and all of the ignorance oh and 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 dis- disgusting things racism. that are coming up yes, from indeed. people, racism, blatant racism. Um, and we got a submission from a listener, and I want to read it. All right. Hello, Jade and Kia. First off, longtime listener, first time writer. But seriously, I love your podcast. It's always a bright spot in a busy, anxiety ridden workday. I love the dynamic between you two, and I love to consider you both friends in my head. Thank you so much. Aww. Thank you for this platform you've both created to help women like myself feel heard, discuss critical topics with levity, and most importantly, illustrate the fullness that black women are. Yes, we are. Now for the commentary. I was really disappointed, as I'm sure a lot of people were, about the negative comments the Little Mermaid trailer received. My girlfriends and I discussed it at length, and the conversation inspired me to write a response of my own that I felt I wanted to share with you and the audience of Getting Grown, if it's all right with you, of course. Um, 
P.S. When I first started listening to your podcast, I recall an episode when you both wrote letters to yourselves and shared them with us. I can't remember. That was the letters to our younger, yeah. to your 20 year old self or something, I believe. I'd like to forward it to a friend. Uh, a response to the haters of Halle Bailey's The Little Mermaid trailer. The live action Little Mermaid movie starring Halle Bailey just released a trailer for the movie uh, for which there are mixed reviews. On the one hand, little black and brown boys and girls are excited to have representation on the big screen. On the other hand, there's 1.5 million at the time of this writing dislikes for the trailer posted on YouTube. From whom? Troll? Bots? Who's to say? While the movie on the surface is a remake of another innocuous Disney classic animation, I would argue there's much more to the film. When you see a black Ariel, the Little Mermaid becomes more than a fairy tale. It brings a beautiful complexity to the character. Ariel lives in the ocean or sea, according to her friend Sebastian, as a mermaid princess. Ariel's residence in the water carries with it a sad remembrance of enslaved Africans trafficked across oceans. Those that did not survive the passage, those tossed overboard from sickness, those that fought their captors in loss, those that jumped from the ships in defiance. No and fervent proclamation of their will to freedom, choosing to live free or die by their own means. African descendants of the transatlantic slave trade carry within them the water trauma of their ancestors' history, but this wasn't always their destiny. Um, so that's just the first paragraph, actually. It's actually kind of a long submission, but it's something that I want to post uh, on Getting Grown so that you all can go and read the the rest of it yourself. I think it's absolutely wonderful mm-hmm. um, where it talks about uh, fiction and mythology and falsehoods and um, a lot of history around um, the transatlantic slave trade and 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 some of our history behind that. So I wanted to read the first paragraph to Gager to to get you all you know get your little tension, <laughs> and then we're gonna have that link posted in the description box for where you all can go and read the the rest of the submission. And I want to thank um, Andreen for sending this in. Thank you. Uh, this is our, a non-conventional honesty box, but I thought it was uh, a beautiful one. Um, so make sure you all check out that link to read more. And we'll have Chris Rogers post something on social media as well. So you can read the full submission. So make sure you check out the Getting Grown podcast Instagram. All of that is always posted in the description box. Continue to send your honesty box questions and submissions to Getting Grown podcast at gmail.com. And we'll move on into our self-care. Let's do it. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. I deserve a All right, it's time for self-care. And I just want to say my self-care this weekend was I took a quick day trip uh, or overnight trip to Philly, Philadelphia, land of brotherly love um, with Crystal Jean and my friend Jonathan. And we as a trio went to go see Bob and Monet at the sibling rivalry uh, tour. Philly stop. New York was sold out. 
Um, I think I'm almost glad that I went in another city just because I knew New York was going to be very live and direct. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Hip blazing hip hop and R&B. So we went in Philly and uh, Crystal Jean surprised us with meet and greet tickets. Oh, so good. So we were on the other side of things for once and it was a good time. Yes. Uh, Bob and Monet were lovely and wonderful. Um, We walked up and they were like... (laughs) this fashion trio here and then they were like this is a fashion trio baby and then they started commenting on different pieces asked me to send them the link both of them to my purse love that no for my purse for my purse my purse i had oh okay very nice who who i wish it was the pants i had on a lace skirt but it was very hogo kopesu uh which is a nigerian designer um my bag was and i love her bags so sent them the link bob definitely saw it and liked it and um and it was just a good good time monet both of them flawless skin like but monet beautiful is gorgeous do you hear me gorgeous honey put me to shame in so many ways (laughs) and then got up there and sang opera like we saw on all stars i mean just a talent beyond oh my god Oh my God. Bob came with all of the Bob wittiness and, and humor that I'm we so know glad and you love. Got to see it. I'm jealous. Oh, it was such a good time. I am it was such a good time, sister. We have to make a really good drag show together. Like oh, yes. we're gonna find a really good one and we're gonna go to go see some of the faves. I know sometimes the Black Queens tour together. I think up. that might be a fun one to go yes. to. So we were going to go to a drag show, but I saw Bob and Monet at the Sibling Rivalry Tour and I had such a good time. I love that. Um, and that was my self-care. We stayed the night. We got cheesesteaks the next day and we rolled out and came right back home. It was great. Wonderful. Uh, what about you? That was so amazing. I actually Thank took you. some time for myself. I treated myself to a day. I had some work that I needed to take care of in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. But I made a whole day out of it um, and, you know, just took care of myself. I spent some time on the harbor. Um, yes. And, you know, got a chance to sort of walk around outside, did a little window shopping, treated myself to a meal and just had like okay. a fantastic me day. I ran into a few sets of a few sets of supporters for the show. Okay. So, Forgive me for being startled, but you know, you'd never really get used to people just screaming your name out <laughs> in the streets. But okay, no, um, that's fair. That's fair. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I came across a group of young ladies who were celebrating a birthday. Um, okay. And they said that they love the show. They say you love. Another young lady you said, back. I went into a restaurant and had lunch. And another young lady said that she had graduation announcement read in 2019. Oh, um, I love that. So it was really nice. It was a great day. I was very grateful, you know, to it's even always, though I had to, to handle some work stuff. I made a day, you know, of it uh, and just really just enjoyed the weather and the scenery and just had a day to myself uh, and really had a good time. So it was a great, I love that, a great sister. day. I love a me day where it just kind of takes me where I'm going. Yeah, and, I didn't really know, have a plan. Yeah, it was just like, you know, I have to do this thing. Um, But, you know, after that, I don't have anything to do. So I kind of just let the day take me uh, (laughs) wherever it needed to. (laughs) And I ended up really enjoying myself. And then when I was ready to go home, I got in my car and did just that. 
You did and went to took a shower and went to bed that night. Yes, was took a right. shower and just had just was very satisfied. I feel like I had a very productive weekend and, and productive in a way that's just beyond work. Right. But feeling I like that. I really was able to get some some restorative time with myself in that was just what the doctor ordered. I love that. You know, I love some time with self. <laughs> so I, I I think that's dope. And I love that you went outside and you took yourself to the harbor. I just, I think that's a fantastic day. We had some supporters at the show as well. Very nice. So I want to send love to you all as well. They were, you know, real respectful, real cool, mm-hmm. spoke, kept it pushing. And, um, and we, everybody enjoyed themselves. It was yes. a phenomenal time. I love this. I love this self-care segment. Yay. I love that for you. I love that for us. Now let's get negative. Move <laughs> on to these petty peeves. Okay. <laughs> and I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Cause everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. honey, honey, honey. All right. It's time for these petty peeves, putting it on parade. And um, I'd like to say my petty peeve this week are these national made up holidays. Oh, boy. Um, You know, sometimes they lend to I'm very Larry David with it. So sometimes, (laughs) you know, when they're to my benefit, I'm like, yeah, I love it. National Tequila Day because, you know, I don't know. Somebody wants to do a campaign. I'm Mm -hmm. great. (laughs) But then y'all put out National Daughters Day and National Sons Day and National Cats Day and National Sibling Day and National This and That. And Noah and other children who have access to the Internet get a hold of days like these, you see. And so they say, oh, hey, parents, this weekend is National Daughters Day. So we should have a day where I get to do whatever I want. Oh, wait a second. And while you know, Tristan eats it up. And certainly they had that day. I would like to say that when y'all put this shit on official calendars, you like to add an additional pressure to us. We already have the birthday and the holidays and, and the regular kid shit and all of those things. And you want to go ahead and add another day where niggas feel obligated to do something else. Sick of it. Sick of the shit. Capitalism is a demon. Okay. It is nasty. And I, it's gone too far. It's gone too far, says the girl who says pants. What's your petty peeve? <laughs> <laughs> I sell pants. There's still some available. Jadeofalljades.com. Absolutely. Um, I don't really... I know that I had another petty peeve in mind, but I still am not over Rachel Dolezal's OnlyFans. <laughs> and so I am going to raise that. Catchy! I'm going to raise that because I am still... I am still, I mean, reeling with rage that I am now aware <laughs> that Rachel Dolezal and her naked likeness is on the internet. And I just wish that I just, I could have gone on to glory without ever being made aware of that. It's true. And it's really I just true. don't know what to do with my emotions. I'm sharing it here as an outlet and hoping that I can find ways to move forward in my life. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. You know we're going to talk about this in more detail. In oh, I just don't want anything to do with it. I know you don't, but I, I'm going to take it over to the messy, to, be, to the dark side. I just I'm going to take it over to the dark not. side, and we'll get we'll we'll dive into it. We'll do a deep dive into <sighs> and catchy Diallo, Rachel Dolezal's um, OnlyFans. Upsetting. It's I'll upsetting do that work for you. Is all. what it is. <laughs> 
And on that disgusting note, that is another episode of Gay Grown. (laughs) Thank you so much. And no, that's not, it's not to say that sex work is disgusting. It's to say that literally nobody on this naked earth asked to see Rachel Dolezal's and her uh, car flaming and her Cheeto titties and her charming Charlie's pink <laughs> plastic jewelry and shoes. <laughs> it's the charming Charlie for me. It's giving, it's giving very fashion district. It's giving very it's giving like wholesale jewelry. It's giving yeah. contemporary casuals. <laughs> These plastic <laughs> shoes that she's lacing up her ankles and let us not forget the justice tattoo that she has on her behind oh the fresh justice tattoo because if it's not fresh she definitely got that bitch uh uh uh, tightened up recently because it is i think she got it out of a gumball machine and she literally (laughs) used a wet washcloth to apply it to her skin (laughs) a baby wipe it's awful it's awful (laughs) and we don't deserve it but that no, being don't. said, you guys continue yeah. to drink your water. Make sure you're moisturizing your insides. Continue to moisturize your mind by worrying about mm-hmm. yourself and minding and attending to your very own business. And you also yes. want to be very cautious and careful about ensuring that you moisturize your skin. Why, sis? Because your black will crack if you are doing what Rachel Dolezal is doing. That's right. That is correct. (laughs) You guys have a wonderful week. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.